I'm Chloe. And I'm Morgan. And this is The Social Source. In this episode, we will be discussing public transportation and the hospitality industry, the impact COVID had on both, and what the U.S. has done to move forward. When I think of this topic, I'm I'm reminded of a hot 2020 summer's day. I had finally gotten an Uber to take me and my son to the store. Groceries, and we're not able to get groceries delivered this time around. It was at the height of 2020 and COVID-19 fears. There had barely been any drivers available. It made sense. I'm not sure many were I'm sure many were wary about getting sick. We did not know that that much about the virus and had been mandated to stay at home. Looking back at that time, I feel a sense of stress and also relief as I am now as I now have transportation. But that is not the case for millions of others that rely on public transportation and rideshare apps such as Uber and the like. Now in 2020, many of these restrictions have been lifted. I wanted to take a look back at travel and how it has changed and what we're doing about it now. The CDC defines travel as any trip that involves leaving your community. Transportation within your community for errands and work transit is not considered travel. On the surface, that seems to cut out much of what people travel for. But when you use trans- public transportation and ride shares, you could be interacting with people from well outside your community. The CDC recommends that you maintain physical distance, wear your mask, and keep up to date on your shots. As cars and buses are confined spaces, we must be extra cautious on keeping safe. For other modes of transportation, like air, long distance land, and water travel, there are more things to consider. For air travel, the following is required. A negative COVID-19 test and a proof of full recovery from it. Many airlines closed down and or extremely restricted their travel during the height of COVID-19. Many of these restrictions have been lifted, but most rules still apply. For boat or cruise travel, the CDC recommends people to avoid them altogether due to the very high risk of the virus spreading. Those that are not up to date with their vaccine, as well as the immune compromise, older adults and the very young are still recommended to not take cruises. Kind of funny thinking that there's still a little granny out there waiting to get her cruise on. It may be a while before these restrictions are lifted for cruise lines, but we have come a long way with everything else. For that, I am glad. The CDC has updated guidelines as of February 25th, 2022, that that masks are no longer required on buses and vans operated by public or private school systems. For everything else, they recommend that you use discretion during public outings. I'm thankful it has gotten that much easier for public the public to travel to get what they need and even uber 
I definitely can sympathize with the travel struggles that many faced during the beginning of COVID-19. I remember having to travel for an appointment in another state and being scared that I was going to get pulled over for leaving my place of residence. It was such an inconvenience for me, as well as for many others. I'm also very much hoping that the restrictions for cruises are lifted one day. I'd love to go on one someday, so I'm definitely crossing my fingers that those restrictions will not be permanent. Acted the hospitality industry at the start of the pandemic, as well as an update on how and if it still impacts the industry today. With the breakout of COVID-19, the United Nations World Tourism Organization saw a 30% decrease in tourists when when compared to the last year. To put this into context, they also drew a comparison from the SARS outbreak of 2009, which led to a decline of just 0.4% of the international tourist market. This is a huge deal given that the hospitality industry accounts for 10% of the global GDP. There were major disruptions in production, initially in Asia, which then spread to supply chains across the world. All businesses, regardless of their size, faced serious challenges, especially those in aviation, tourism, and hospitality industries. With that, there was a huge threat of significant declines in revenue and job losses. It became extremely difficult for businesses to sustain their operations. Hospital or hotels across the U.S. experienced unprecedented booking cancel- cancellations due to the pandemic which eliminated an estimation of 4 million jobs in America. The World Travel and Tourism Council disclosed that the pandemic led to 50 million job cuts worldwide in the travel and tourism industry. There were also travel bans, border closures, and quarantine measures, and many workers could not move to their places of work or carry out their jobs. This had a major impact on incomes. Because of this, enterprises were also more likely to delay investments, purchase goods, and hire new workers. Research also suggests that recovery to pre-COVID levels could take until 2023 or even later. But the road to recovery may include some long-term changes to the hospitality industry. When asked what it would take to travel again, most U.S. leisure travelers want additional health and safety measures. Some of the safety measures that have been considered and or implemented are as follows. More intense room cleaning to conduct COVID-19 rapid tests for every guest at check-in, additional cleaning downtime between stays, 
to conduct temperature checks for each guest, offer free hand sanitizer to each guest, let room sit 72 hours before cleaning, employees must wear personal protective equipment, they must issue free masks to the guests, have fewer seats and tables in restaurants, bars, and lobbies, no housekeeping during the stay to minimize exposure, completed automated touch-free check-in process, require guests to fill out a declaration card stating they are COVID-free and to allow for to-go meals only. Today, depending on the hotel, many of these procedures are now put in place as commonplace and expected procedures in order to make guests feel more comfortable with their stay. While these procedures may be a bit of an inconvenience to those who work in hospitality, it is proven to increase people's trust in the industry again today. There is no manual for how to deal with the pandemic, so the hospitality industry is doing the best they can to increase their profits and to make up for the lost money during the midst of the COVID-19 era. It seems like there is still a lot of work to do for the hospitality industry. Overall, it seems like they are doing a great job with meeting the demands of their customers as well as keeping themselves and their employees safe. It makes me hopeful that things will come to some sort of normalcy whether we see the eradication of COVID-19 or not. we will be talking about our internship experience all this leading up to what we have encountered and how it has impacted our podcast thanks for listening be sure to follow us on spotify apple and other streaming services